Hello and welcome to the Um Yes Sports Podcast. It is the Wednesday, January 5th episode. I'm Reagan here with John. How are we doing today, John? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. We've got a little bit of a shorter episode today, but nonetheless, we're going to be focusing on NFL and a lot, a lot of it focusing on coaches. So what do you think about there's some teams that need to make coaching moves, some teams that are happy with their coaches. We're going to see another like coaching carousel. We're going to have some people moving around different places. And a couple of guys that we were talking about were Dan Campbell um, with the Lions and what, how, how he fits into them. And I think you were saying you kind of like where he's at right now. And then Jim Harbaugh saying something. There were some rumors about him maybe moving on from Michigan to come to an NFL team. So what do you think about those two coaches and where they're sitting and what moves you think they're going to be making? Yeah, I think... I mean, I think there's going to be a coaching carousel this season. It just seems inevitable. We uh, know that Matt Nagy will probably be fired after the season. I saw an article today that says he still hasn't been officially told that he's going to be fired, but if they keep him, that's just bad leadership on the part of the GM. But the Jaguars need a new head coach. The Raiders need a new head coach. Um, Matt Rule from the uh, the Panthers might be fired because of some uh, uh, comments that the GM said that he is very regretful that he ever made the decision to do it. He's kind of really disappointed in what he's been able to do with the thing uh, with the culture there. So he could be moving on, getting out the door here shortly as well. Uh, so there's quite a few teams that are that are in need of a of a, a coach at this point. I even saw the Jaguars uh, interviewed a t- uh, interviewed Todd Bowles, which is the he- uh, which is the offense coordinator. No, no, defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they're moving through the interviewing process at this point. Um, so I think there's definitely going to be some movement as far as uh, the, um, as far as head coaches and exactly where they're going to be going. No one really knows at this point. It's pretty up in the air just because the interviewing process just now started. But mm-hmm. as far as Jim Harbaugh is concerned, yeah, I saw that, that he might leave Michigan. I'm not sure how likely that is just because of how unsuccessful uh, coaches trying to make that transition are. But, yes, he was a uh, 49ers head coach, and then he went to Michigan. He's been there for a little while at this point. Should he make the dangerous trek back into the NFL I don't know. He's yeah, got back know. into the playoffs this uh, this season. Got a little bit of a hard game. It's Georgia. It's understandable. Yep. I mean, first time getting in there in a while. But really good job of turning around this culture, making them a winner and beating Ohio State, which at that time was like the team to be. And they, everyone thought they were going to make it into the playoffs. They took them down, and they were able to get inside. So I think that's good. That's something he needs to build on. I don't think he wants to be part of the Jacksonville Jaguars organization right now and all the crap that's going on there no. between the GM and all the fans not liking him and all that inner turmoil. And then the loss, uh, the Raiders, maybe you can go there, but there's also, like, they're not a great football team. Maybe they'll make it to the playoffs this year, maybe not. Uh, they've got a few good pieces, but I don't know if that's really where he wants to spend his days in, in Las Vegas or not. And Maybe there'll be some more coaching staff opportunities that open up throughout the season. Like I mentioned, there's quite a few teams that are up in the air. Maybe he'll he'll go to the Bears if they if they get rid of uh, Matt Nagy. Uh, there's there's some questions still left to be added, but I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna be moving on from head coaches to build a different uh, a different atmosphere for themselves. But it's coach I don't think will be moving on. I don't think uh, I don't think the Lions head coach Dan Campbell will be going anywhere because I think he's the, exactly the right coach for for the uh, for this team. There, this team had some really tough losses. Two that came down to the last second, a three-point field goal. Uh, or a three-point field goal. They're all worth three points. But a field goal that Justin Tucker absolutely 
killed Lions fans because, of course, mm-hmm. he had to break yep. the record just right then. Uh, and some multiple games where they were close. There were one-score one games that they could have won in, and they just fell short a little bit. A tie against the Steelers. So they have they seem like – we talked about this before. I think they're really close to being a great football team, and I think Dan Campbell is exactly what they need to make that transition, make that jump. They just seem like they have the right pieces in place. Now they just need to – they got the bones. Now they need to add the structure yep. to the building, and then they can – finish it off with nice decorations and whatnot. But right now, the next season, the next step, this offseason needs to be building the structure around those bones that they already have um, because they've got Josh Reynolds, they've got uh, Swift, they've got Jared Goff, uh, and then defensively they got some good pieces that they can definitely work with and build upon. They're not that far off. For Detroit Lions fans, I think there's a lot of hope um, especially after some of the wins that they were able to scrape together. Um, and the fact that they're not the worst team in the National Football League is something that they can definitely build upon. Um, and Jared Goff winning some games, but outside of uh, – uh, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, Sean McVay. Uh, so that's also helpful to build some uh, exp- uh, uh, what is it like uh, hope, I guess, for, for Jared Goff and the ability to play. But I think his comments about the, the Seahawks running the score up on the lines a little bit – was that we had to stop them. They, they didn't have to stop scoring. They just had to stop them is exactly what this team needs because they need a guy that can be kind of like work with the team and get the losses and help them kind of we want to pass it, but also say we need to be better. We can't just let these teams walk all over us. Yep. And I think that's why he'll probably he'll keep his job for, for a couple more years and see what he could do to turn on this franchise. But the, even though they didn't win a whole lot of football games, what they did in those football games and how they are starting to make strides in the right direction – proves that this guy is the right guy for the job. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do as the years progress uh, because, obviously, it's the first year. Um, I, I think Robert Sala will also be around for another season uh, as the Jets head coach, even though his team's having its own fair, struggle, uh, fair share of struggles as well. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good coaches that are in right now. The Chargers head coach, the, um, the Falcons head coach, the, uh, and then Dan Campbell all did a pretty decent job with their team to get them in the right direction. They'll be around, and that's why I think these guys are looking at that and saying these guys that are, that are coordinators right now are really good head coaches, and we've seen that because Robert Sala and Arthur Smith and um, Staley were all defense or offensive coordinators for their respective teams, and then they went to these guys, and now they're starting to make a little bit of change and some teams might want that. But another thing I just realized is with Jim Harbaugh's situation, the Matt, Matt Rule is a old college head coach that tried to make the jump to the NFL, and now he's fallen flat a little bit. Uh, so maybe, maybe you want to look at all these cautionary tales about coaches trying to do that. Yes, he's like one of the only coaches that's had success in both, but just keep going in Michigan and finish out your career there. I just don't think it's worth the, the risk that it could come with making that that type of decision especially with how fast coaches get fired nowadays i mean we saw with the browns coaches were coming and going out of there so quickly they barely had any time to kind of get their feet set but another thing about the jacksonville jaguars is i saw that maybe um uh bill o'brien might be an option for the head coaching job they're literally just trying to go for all the guys that that they possibly can to try to throw him into this Jacksonville Jaguar culture. I just don't know if they built the right culture to get a guy like any of these guys. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited to see because off seasons always bring really cool uh, storylines together this year. Luckily won't have to deal with the Aaron Rodgers drama for the entire off season. This time we'll be able to dr- do some, some other stuff that's going to be around the, dr- uh, the draft and, 
in uh, coaching carousels that happen more often because, I mean, we've only been doing this podcast for a little over a year now. We've already had a coaching carousel segment not too long ago, and now we're looking at maybe even doing a second one. We'll see. But, yeah, I think there's going to be some movement. It's just a natural course of uh, football and how things work. Two teams don't even have head coaches at this point, and a couple other teams have head coaches that don't seem like they'll be be around much longer but yeah i'm excited to see what the second year guys can do and what these rookies can do with new teams because usually the younger guys the and kevin Stefanski was i think also a um i think a coordinator for a while for for the vikings and they moved over to the browns and he's trying to tweak the culture and make it work he got to the playoffs fell off a little bit this year you could argue it has a little to do with baker mayfield and his injuries and whatnot well that's a different story to talk about but yeah i think i think we're 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 just going that direction i don't know if it'll be as big of a coaching carousel as we saw last season where a lot of teams were looking for new head coaches but there's a little one right now as is where there's two horses on it and it could grow to more yeah we'll have to see what happens with a lot of these teams that are making those moves and trying to rebuild their cultures and organizations um a lot of these teams are not going to be making the playoffs, so we'll have to see what they can do swinging back around into next season um, and how they make those changes. Because like you said, I think the Lions, are they have potential, but they need to figure out how they're using their pieces to to actually next year hopefully not be at a losing record like they are now. Uh, let's talk about the Steelers, because we were talking about them a little bit. They're, they have a possibility of making it into the playoffs, but um, we're kind of looking ahead to their next season. And what do you think about their next season? Because we were talking about that a little bit. You think they have some potential. Yeah, I do. I think they. I think with the with the team players that they have, they they have the potential to be a really good football team next season. I think they have a potential to be a playoff contender next season uh, in the AFC. I think that with Najee Harris and T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward and um, and whoever the quarterback is going to be remains to be seen. But uh, Dante Johnson, Chase Claypool, they've got guys that are going to be really good in this league they got mike tomlin as a head coach they have all the ingredients to be really really good football program and a really good football team they just had a few setbacks this last season which was a brand new offensive lineman pretty much across the board and a new running back that was starting to experiment with this offensive lineman everything else was relatively the same except they did lose a few pieces here and there um throughout the offseason obviously that's just how the things work but it, whoever they sign as the new uh as their new quarterback or unless it's mason rudolph we don't really know but whoever it's going to be needs to have experience in the nfl and needs to be a quarterback that's a veteran because big ben obviously seems like he's gone after the season that's where things are headed but they need a guy that can come in and make a, an instant splash because that's where they are right now. They're on the uptick. And I really don't think they can get into the draft and draft a guy that can immediately make an impact with how fast this team's going to be growing next season. Uh, Mason Rudolph, maybe, but I just don't think he can bring the team where it needs to be because the quarterback's going to decide the success that they're going to have next season. Either the quarterback, they're going to be able to find one through free agency, maybe Russ Wilson be gone. Maybe they can throw a deal together for that. Or if Aaron Rodgers leaves, maybe they can get him. I don't know. They've got to pick a guy that's already had proven success and then use him to kind of take the plane and give it more altitude. But if they get a guy like Mason Rudolph or these guys that they already have on their lineup, yes, they're good, and yes, they might have a little bit of experience. They're not veterans, and they're not great. And this team seems like they have all the ingredients to be great. And I mean, it's just Mike Tomlin's a great head coach in the way he's been able to not have, he's been in the league for like 15 seasons, zero losing seasons. 
Uh, and so that proves that he can use whatever he has and use it to his advantage. But Najee Harris is so good in the way he can run the football. They can use him. They can rely on the run game and the pass game, which is going to turn to play action passes uh, and, and and RPOs and different things like that. But they need a guy that can run out of the pocket as well because we talked about it. There's The league's going to pocket passers that can run and pass, but their first option is to pass. So I, if, if one of these veteran guys is, becomes available this season – Move on it. Just jump on it because that's going to be the thing that's going to help you have success in the league. You can't can't let it pass you up. Uh, it's just not an option that you can you can have because either either they should have done it last season and have a rookie come in or Mason Rudolph come in and replace Big Ben and just have him do his uh, learn with his offense in the offensive line, or they're going to pick a guy that's going to be able to jump in and feel confident enough to jump in and immediately make plays because. They missed out on that opportunity, and I think what's going to end up happening is if they use a guy that's already on their roster, they're going to feel a step behind. The quarterback's going to feel like he's off on his wide receivers and not really on the same page because they've, they're upgrading. They're playing better. They're catching the football. They're holding on to the football. They're not dropping it like we saw last season when they got thrown out of the playoffs because of that reason. This year, they lost because they were pretty much unexperienced in the offensive line. Najee Harris just now came into his own and is starting to play really good football. We saw that against the Browns. He was a dominant force, and he ran all over the Browns, which is what I've been waiting for, and that's the reason why I dropped in the fantasy draft. But unfortunately, the uptake didn't happen until late. But I think what's going to end up happening is they, they have all the right ingredients. The quarterback yep. in the NFL is the most important person on the yeah. on the offense. And so if they mess up on this, a lot of Steelers fans are going to be very unhappy because they have the potential to be great. Like a lot of teams around the NFL would have loved to be able to draft Najee Harris and have Chase Claypool and these defensive pass rushers that are just dominant and can wreck you from anywhere. These pieces need to be taken advantage of fully because before a, they require too much money or B they get injured or something bad happens that, that that no one wants to see in the NFL, but that just that's how it works in the NFL, where the players can get, their careers do not last long, and they can be over in a snap. So you need to take advantage of what you have right now, and the best way to do that is to get a guy that can come in knows uh, doesn't necessarily know your offense, but knows the NFL and knows how to play, knows how to read uh, defenses, and knows what he's doing and feels comfortable. Then you have success in the league, and you saw it with um uh, with um Tom Brady going to. Uh, going to the um, the the Bucks, turning them around and making them actually a good contender team, uh, and we've seen it at Drew Brees. He came over to the Saints and turned them into a good team after playing with the Chargers. So there's players that can go into teams like that, veteran guys, and can turn them into something really great. Yeah, they just got to take advantage of and it. And there's going to be some moving parts, like you said in the off season. We've got Aaron Rodgers maybe moving, Russell Wilson maybe moving, and some other guys probably going to be on the move a little bit. So they should have their their pick a little bit from veteran guys. Hopefully, in, during the off season, we were talking about quarterbacks being crucial. Josh Allen has been crazy the past couple years. Um, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. He posted a stat on umyasports.com saying he has a hundred passing touchdowns and thirty rushing touchdowns in his first four seasons, and the only player to ever do that. So, what do you think about how the Bills are using him? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna overwork him? Do you think that's possible? <laughs> yes, it's possible. He's a he's a quarterback. He's not a running back. He's not a wide receiver. He's not Taysom Hill. 
but he's just so good at it. He's gonna, 30 rushing touchdowns, 100 rushing, uh, 100 passing touchdowns. That's just no, so no, no. Crazy. It, it, it doesn't matter about the stats. It matters the fact that he's a quarterback that's a franchise quarterback. You can't just have him run on the goal line. He's going to get smacked, yep. and he's going to get hit hard, and everyone's going to be pissed at the Buffalo Bills for using <laughs> him as a running back. They literally, they're not, it's not like they're making like, okay, here's the game plan here. They, imagine being a coach at the Bills and being like, all right, here's the game plan. We're going to use you like a running back. Yeah, we're so just go gonna, we're between just the tackles and just run. Just run. Don't even – just hype the ball and immediately run. You're, you're a running back. Read the defense. Like, what are you doing? This is not what you're supposed to be doing as a coach. You're supposed to be like, how can we protect you from getting hit? Mm-hmm. Here's how we do it. We get the offensive linemen to do their jobs and block and use the running back to make sure you don't end up on the turf. No, we're just going to run you, and we're going to make it not like – if the play breaks down, get out of the pocket and just run because you need to save yourself. No. We're going to actually make it like you're a running back. And here's all the running back plays. You pick which one you want to be doing on this particular play. And we'll actually let you do that. Right now, it's all it's all good. But it speaks to how bad the running game is for the Bills. Mm-hmm. If they have to use their quarterback. And the fact that he's a leading rusher is kind of it's kind That's of dumb. That's crazy. But also, it, it, it's going to be – it, it can't last. It's just not sustainable. It, I get it for, like, fantasy owners like yourself. You really like that situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, we do. It's a great situation to have. But it just – it's it's terrifying every time he hikes the football. I'm, I'm watching the game with him like, oh, yeah, this is – he's going to run the football in? Oh, he just got absolutely and slammed. he gets hammered at the line. He's big. He's a bigger guy. He's tall. So he has got a big frame so he can take some damage. But if you're gonna Not want him to be your, if you want him to be a guy that can play for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine years or whatever on your football team, yep. you better not be running him yep. like that because age is something that cannot be hit like that over and over and over again. And running backs have such a short lifespan in the NFL, not in life, but like a short lifespan in the NFL because they get hammered. <laughs> I yep. mean, take like Marshawn Lynch, he got hammered. Derrick Henry hammered. James Robinson, hammered. These guys get absolutely hammered play after play. And if you're going to want a quarterback that can still effectively throw the ball and still effectively use his legs in the, in the run and pass game and be able to step into footballs, you can't let him get smacked over and over and over again. So I think it, it, it begs the question, is he a running back or a quarterback? Once you figure that out, I think he needs to stick in that particular lane because it just it, – I've never seen a quarterback used like this before. Maybe Taysom Hill, but he's not even a starting quarterback. Never yeah. have I seen hike – run <laughs> what yeah it's something that like almost started with russell wilson and then um no it's not it's not even the same thing as russell wilson russell yeah no Wilson's it's to another scrambler. level it's another level it's like basically let's take everything that's great about scramblers and no it's actually let's take everything great about a running back and put it in a quarterback's yeah. body and then there's josh allen and yeah. then we're going to basically use him over and over again and hope that nothing bad happens to him because if something bad happens to him not only may his career be over but you have trubisky behind him and then you're screwed because <laughs> I don't think nothing against Trubisky and he could have much better coaching than he did at the Bears, but I don't think he can be the type of quarterback that can lead you like Josh Allen can lead you. So be careful with him because he's a value treasure and it is impossible to find a good quarterback in the draft. We've seen it so many times where guys that are drafted, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be our next guy. This guy's going to save our team, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, he's a bust. We're going to get rid of him. Yep. So uh, if you can find one like you found Josh Allen and turn him into what you've turned him into, especially at a North Dakota State University, and you turn him into something like that where you can win football games and you're in the playoffs and you're in a pretty high rank and all that stuff, don't run him like that because if you want to get all the way through and you want to get to the Super Bowl and you actually want to win the Super Bowl, you can't take the chance that during one of these playoff games he makes a wrong decision 
he gets rolled up on his ankle or something by an offensive lineman who's trying to block for him, or a guy clogs up the lane like, uh, I mean, they wouldn't be Bobby Wagner because they're not in the same division, but like a guy like that, um, or maybe TJ Watt or whatever, and he gets absolutely blown up. Now he's injured, and your playoff hopes are shattered with him. So let's just be careful. Let's yep. use our quarterbacks as quarterbacks and not running backs. Yep. And uh, it's okay. The fantasy owners will will live. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll live. Bottom line for the Bills: got to fix up that running back core. And oh, yeah, get another couple running backs. I yep. mean, there's plenty of running backs in the draft, and I mean, apparently Najee Harris isn't. He's not the only one that's like that. Yeah. But I think one thing about Najee Harris is like. Uh, he's kind of reminding me a little bit of a Derrick Henry, um, a little bit like Marshall Lynch in the way they're able to mow guys over and jump over everyone. It's fun to watch. I mean, the he guy is fun can to watch. hurdle a guy standing upright. Yep. And just keep on running. Yep. <laughs> he's kind of made that name for himself. He hurdles people like crazy. It's, and stiff arms everyone. Yeah, it's very fun to watch him play. We'll be looking forward to his uh, future in the NFL. All right, well, that is it for this episode. Thank you for hopping on. It was fun to talk yeah, some football. And uh, we'll be doing it again on Friday. We'll be looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. All right, see ya. See ya. God bless.